Introducing new Moth Be Gone. Welcome back to WETT The Splash, the home of all your naughty little secrets. We are live from the scene of the accident, and the death toll has climbed to a staggering rate. The Argyle shirt is aggressive. Yes. It kind of looks like like a pig that rolled around in fire soot. Uh, in fire soot? Yeah, just the soot. Like the the fire was out, the pig is fine. But it's just <laughs> it's got stripes of black on them. It's, if you if you stare at it long enough, it almost looks like it's moving. Oh yeah, that's the trick because of the patterns, yeah, the stripey patterns. That's a lot. That's the trick to it. That's a lot. You know what? Let's not talk about the Argyle. Yeah. Today. Oh wow. Let's okay. not talk about the We're Argyle. Today. I mean, it looks like a bowling shirt to me, honestly. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could be bowling. You could be being roasted over a fire, like on a spindle with a <laughs> pineapple in your mouth. All right. You maybe, know? Yeah, maybe, maybe we should move from Argyle. Yeah. Then. <laughs> let's go to the Iris. Iris is a good one. Here Iris we go. is nice. It's I actually like, like Iris a lot. It's like one big flower with some little guys coming off of the little the stem there. Yeah, and the patterns yeah. repeated nicely. The blue um, is a good. The blue is a good uh, uh, shade the, in the, the background. Yeah, and the other leaves kind of being all darker blue. Yeah. Definitely blends into it really nicely. I like this one a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Uh, I, Doug, I could take a 3XL of this one because I'm a fatty, fat, 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 fat. Maybe even a 2. Would you go 3? What, what size was Probably the, 2. What? It was an XL, and I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm fatter yeah. than I thought. You <laughs> could, if I still fit in the 3, you uh, could probably rock the 2. I Probably the 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The iris is good, dog. I really uh, enjoy actually, this yeah, one. Actually, yeah, I really like the iris. Something about the color combination is just soothing, I guess. Uh, you so know? let's see what... what uh, Oh, Mr. Doug, Mr. Are we Andrew. critiquing Drew again? Well, let's just see what he wrote. Let's see what he wrote. My boy, I'm sorry. Right, like, uh, <laughs> if you look at it really carefully before I go into the description, yeah. now that we're zoomed in, yeah. it kind of looks like there's a traffic cone on every big flower, and I like it. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I like it. Don't ruin it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Read the description, motherfucker. All right, fine. <laughs> You spoke, we listened. We moved our logos around to give you more shirt and less branding. Hell yeah. Hey, how about this? Stop putting that on every fucking description. All right. Yeah. We've you've spoken and now we've listened. How about that? Okay. We know you moved the brand. <laughs> this man can't win. <laughs> he just can't win. <laughs> It's gonna be We've something. seen it. It's already gonna be something. We've seen it. I bet I can read I bet I, I bet I know the last the last line with my eyes closed. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. This is me not looking at it at all. Uh, yep, he's turned around. All right. Okay. We still use the same high-quality, no. wrinkle-free, no. and moisture-wicking <laughs> material we all love. But we made it better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, Spot on. Word for word. Spot on. <sighs> I mean, it doesn't you know, help that we like you know read this ahead I've, of time. I've know, read this sentence. It, so right? I've read this little... <laughs> a group of exclamated sentences in different episodes so many times yeah. now <laughs> but it's, but but he's yeah. got an additional like little 
you know, for the actual shirt well, yeah. below. Yeah, and you know what? Respect to this, he always does write an actual thing about each yeah, shirt. Yeah. So the iris flower has historically been used in many medicinal remedies. Nice. Which is why we wear it to remind us to take our medicine when we triple <laughs> par on any given hole. <laughs> Ayo, that's a fucking, that should be a ten. That was a good one. That should be a fucking ten. That was dude. your, God that- Damn it, that bro. was your best one. <laughs> that All was, right. dude. Like, you know what? That's just so. I'm buying this shirt. I've been, I don't, I mean, I'm not even gonna get one. I'm just gonna buy yeah, it right now. Yeah. Like, what, what the I've, fuck? I've been humbled. I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. <laughs> You've been silenced. That was good. That was excellent. I'm flabbergasted. Does, does it come in a three X? Because it's usually roll. ready in 24 hours. Yeah. Boom. And you oh. folks, it's your moisture wicking, your four way stretch, your uh, I can't, your four way stretch, your modern yep. fit, your wrinkle free, yep. and your breathable, breathable material. I, I am wearing the hibiscus back nine pound shirt yeah, right now, and yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, like it's I said, as baller. a as a fat guy who doesn't wear a lot of different clothes, this is a weekly. It does it does make you look like a drug dealer, like a Floridan. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know I look like I'm holding, but I also look like Florida. I'm like a pistol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That that are just like I'm just like <laughs> the fattest tourist in Hawaii. This is the outline of like you having a holster and it's over your holster because it's form fitting. You yeah. just see the outline you, of the fucking. Yeah, you fucking see the gun. handle and the <laughs> yeah. You're just like yeah, I'm strapped, bitch. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Take my drugs. I dare yeah. you. I'm like Michael Chiklis, but like after he lost the job and gained hella weight, yeah. Like yeah. he went from the shield to the blob. <laughs> this shirt, this shirt is breathable. Oh man, yeah, it, you know, back nine folks, uh, back nine problems. Wow, back nine folks. I'm off my rocker yeah. today. I'm sorry. We had a shoot yeah. yesterday, and I'm fucking wiped right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. But uh, back nine problems dot com thickness all lowercase. Yes, all lowercase. You're gonna get ten percent off. Yeah. yeah, you know, they've got this thing, and it's been there the whole time about Forest Arizona, and they were going to give a profit to Forest Arizona, and you get 10% off. Mm. Don't even use that code. <laughs> Don't eat it, bro. Uh, you know, Don't eat it's it. Arizona, it's a desert. I'm not worried about their forest. No. All right, use promo code <laughs> thickness, all lowercase letters. Ouch. <laughs> Tell them that you found us through us. You found them through us. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. Uh, you know, potentially some... Uh, some content coming with them soon. You know, oh we'll have yeah, to talk yeah. About it. Some stuff in the woodworks. We'll, potentially. Have to, we'll have to get all of us together to talk about it. But there's some ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we might have like a secret weapon. You know uh-huh. that uh-huh. we might have to bring in uh-huh. a substitute for the shine. Oh yes. And I just I just happen to know a fella mm-hmm. who bombs them pretty damn far. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Who could be on team thickness. Hell yeah. Let's uh, yeah. do it. Let's yeah. do it. That would be that'd be really fun. Uh. But yeah, uh, shout out to them, man. They, they the shirts are quality. They're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the shirts. I like talking a lot of shit to them. Great but. people, great quality, great shirts, great hats, great everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get a divot fixer. Why not? Yeah, you know, he'll fix something. A bat rag for your balls. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get a bat rag, dude. Oh I'll man, grab up your balls. I was, I fucking, I sent a man pawn like five feet into my own asshole the other day. What? Yeah, the ad's <laughs> over. The ad's <laughs> been over because we're talking about this now. Oh man, so <laughs> that's like that caught me off guard hardcore. That was the hardest like way you've ever had. It was a fucking forty-five of ninety-degree turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, so, so, so I'm on this job, right? And like, it's just, it's one of the, it's just an annoying one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones where it just takes a few days to do it. It's just all outside, like just mm-hmm. trying to get this shit done. And uh, I'm starting to get sweaty ass. Not swamp ass, 
Because I shove half my finger into my asshole when I'm in the shower. Yeah, just to double check. Yeah, you know I know. What I'm, like, I'm usually pretty. If I if I if I've made it to the end of the workday, yeah, and I haven't taken a shit since before my shower oh. in the morning, <laughs> I know I could like put my finger in my ass crack, and it's gonna come out clean. Oh, oh! I thought you were going somewhere completely different. No, for a no, no, no! Like I, like if I take another shit in the day, who knows? I'm a big man, you know. I try to get it all cleaned up, but so you, you, yeah, you clean up your ass crack and you clean up your butthole too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. what I like to do is I like to shit in the morning right before I get in the shower. Word, word. word. And then I turn that fucking blaster on and I get up <laughs> under there and yeah. I just I just finger my asshole until there's nothing left with soap. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, a little bit of yeah. lube, you know. So, what like, I know, like, like at three or four o'clock comes around, and I and I haven't had to go to the bathroom all day. Yeah, you, I can run my finger on my ass crack. I know there'll be no shit on my finger, <laughs> and I don't know how many fair. men can say that. Fair, all fair. right. Well, do you clean your hole too when you're fucking? Yeah, like, I'm getting you, in there. You having dude. shit? Yeah, yeah. So does does that like 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 a, like a fucking cork like a boom? You yeah, know, does, yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does that open up the fucking it's beautiful. the pipes? You know, yeah, it helps you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely like gotten in the shower, my body's gotten warmed up, and then all of a sudden just a flood. It's like, oh, need oh, to get out of the shower. Oh, 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 time to move. my body like activates, and the you floor's know? wet like, too, so you gotta be hella extra you careful. You, you just don't eat shit <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to fucking get out. You're just gripping uh, the fucking towel rag as hard. <laughs> as you can <laughs> bouncing on the walls and uh, stuff, yeah, yeah. right you sit down on the toilet and you're sliding around on the seat because you're yeah. wet you know <laughs> dude so 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 i'm out on the i'm out on the job and i've got sweaty ass yes you know what i'm saying i could just i could start to feel the sweat bass i could feel the sweat between my cheeks mm-hmm. and i'm like mm-hmm. i don't like this swamp ass baby this is how you get a rash yeah. i don't like this <laughs> yeah oh then uh, that turns into spicy ass yeah that uh, sucks oh spicy, spicy ass, ass sucks a spicy ass, I think, is when you haven't cleaned up enough and you have swamp ass, and it, it mixes. Combines. Yeah, it mixes. It yeah, kind yeah. of like, like when the tide comes in, like a little wave hits the poo, <laughs> and then pulls out and pulls the poo yeah. with it. But it's yeah, liquid yeah. poo. Like you get a little bit of leakage coming out of the fucking main valve, yeah, you, you know? know? Yeah, like when you go to change your oil filter and there's still a little around the rim, you know. <laughs> It just gets on your finger and stuff. It's not this a great is, time. This is disgusting. Stains your skin. <laughs> this is so funny. So, <laughs> So I took a paper towel, not toilet paper. Uh, I wanted absorption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a paper towel, uh, just one. I folded it up nice, and I put it in my ass because I had to get back to work. I didn't feel like dealing with this all day. I think I've, uh, haven't you done this before? I used to do this on, while I was hiking all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we've uh, talked about I've cut this. my own sock off while hiking. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. That's what I we would, talked about. Yeah, yeah. I would rather walk around with half a sock in my ass than spicy ass. Yeah, oh, hike. hell. On a hike? Yeah. You, you hell fucking, yeah, dude. You got another hour and a half mm-hmm. ahead of you, and you're mm-hmm. not going to cut your sock when you got spicy ass? I'm cool, bro. Fuck that, dude. I don't I'm need that sock. Cool, Fuck dude. that sock. Mm-mm. But so, yeah, so I just I took a piece of toilet paper, and I was like, because we're going to be out all day. And I put it in my ass, and then we were, I was walking down to the job site. It's on. It's like down a steep hill that somebody dug paver stone into to make like steps out of. And oh, I just dope. Okay. And, and I just happened to just slip. Oh no! Yeah, and like since the hill is so steep, my ass is really only like a foot off of the ground. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's like as long as you're smart enough. To fall into the hill and not try not forward, yeah, like yeah, never and tumble always, forward like a yeah, always fall uphill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. My dad had to teach me that, yeah, yeah. Of fishing and stuff, yeah. Uh, and uh, 
I just fell right on my ass and I just felt the toilet paper just fucking. <laughs> and my, my, man, my manager's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm fine. Give me a minute. I gotta, I'm just going to lay here on my side for a few minutes. It's like, why is your voice like pitched up so high? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm experiencing new things. <laughs> <laughs> the customers inside me. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, bro. Oh, That's yeah. terrible. It's dry too. Yeah. Like, uh, well, no, actually, it would be. It was absorbed. Co- absorbed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's absorbed swamp ass. <laughs> yes. It was I, melting. I just imagine, like, uh, I don't know. I, I just see that little towel or the the tissue paper and i just hear the fucking like cartoon foghorn the <laughs> yeah. like fucking christ bro. oh man that so was... wait did, so did you have to shit it out or did you have to what did you do I, I i had enough to where i was able to to claw machine grab it <laughs> and carefully carefully uninsert it from my asshole <laughs> did you go find a bathroom i hope oh uh, no you just do it oh it was a bush <laughs> It was a bush. I, because I just used the guy's bathroom, you know. Oh so I didn't want to be like, oh, I wasn't done yet. You let me duck behind this bush yeah. and finger my ass. Real oh yeah, quick. yeah. Do you want to know what he's looking? And then I just left it in the bush, you know, uh, oh, for a coyote or whatever to find. Yeah, so, I don't give a shit. Another skunk yeah, that thinks a, it's mate. I hope a baby deer thinks it's food and fucking, uh, <laughs> fucking eats it. Uh, Stupid uh, bastard. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would hope not. I would hope not. I, oh I, 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 you God. would think the smell of swamp ass slash feces would not be like, you yeah. know, attractive <laughs> <laughs> to animals. Dude, I, t- I took a shit in a customer's house like two days ago. Yeah. And it was one of those like, I almost didn't want to do it. You know? Oh, no. I, yeah. I usually will find a way not to poop in a customer's house. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Like in the beginning when I first started, I had no shame about it. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I've been in the industry for a while. I'm like, I can find somewhere else to shit. I don't need to plague this person with what's about to happen. Yeah, I ruined this person's whole house just now. But this one was like, no, I'm shitting now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whether you say yes or not, Mm -hmm. I'm shitting. Yeah, (laughs) everywhere. It's not going to be in my pants. Yeah. So you figure that out for yourself. You could say yes. Yeah, your your toilet is going to be imploded whether you say yes or no. And, dude, I remember I took the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I took just the fattest, just most rancid, like, breach dump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The kind of dump where, like, it's just one log, and the log is so big and dense. that It's breached the water? It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's going into the bowl like it's trying to swim down the sewer yeah. itself, but the other half is still sticking out of the water. <laughs> and you're like, holy yeah. shit. Yep. You, just, you almost expect a bird to come land on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a, oh my god! Like a seagull yeah. landing on a it's hippo. Your, it's your periscope in a submarine yeah. when you're looking down into that fucking dude, toilet. Dude. <laughs> and then I, so I, I sent it, you know, to go feed and choke a fucking sewer gator with it. And uh, I used a bunch of her fucking glade. Uh, oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, that's actually kind of worse. It made it so much I worse. I was gonna say it combines dude, with yeah. the smell. So, so <laughs> you're making chemical warfare I, in there, I, dog. I, I finish up this <laughs> awful concoction, and uh, I close the door behind me like a gentleman as I come out, and I go, "Okay, I need to go check on something outside, so I'll be back <laughs> in about 15 minutes." Yeah, yeah. And you timed it. Hell yeah. As I was walking out the door, I heard her open the bathroom door, and I just heard, "Oh wow!" And then I. <laughs> 
<laughs> then I closed the door and just took oh, off. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. She like an old white lady or yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't ready, bro. She was not ready. How old was this bitch? I don't know why she like, was. She was like in her 80s. Elderly? elderly? Yeah, elderly. that's even better. Elderly. Oh, I don't my know, God. I don't know what drove her to go figure, <laughs> to go like in there and see what I've done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, old people do weird shit. Yeah, it's dog. like, why did you do that to oh, yourself? Man. Were you That's hoping? too funny. Did you want to see if I stole your soap or something? Or oh, you, man. I wouldn't have gone in there. <laughs> that was my shit. And I, didn't I just, the old lady, the, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. Dude, I was oh gone too. I sped walked away from uh, that that's house. That's so fucking funny. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, that that lady probably did not like expect any kind of level of rancidity out of anybody like that before. No, you know? no, and that was like a particularly evil shit. Yeah, I wonder if she's even like can smell things normally at an older age. Not anymore. Know? Not like, after that. Everything like, just smells like a burnt. I wonder candle. if that's a thing. Is that a thing? Like, you lose your smell? Like, not lose it, but, like... Like, it fades, the, like, your hearing yeah, and vision? Like, the accuracy of which your senses are, even in scent, you know? I wonder if that ever fades. I think if you're, um... I mean, I've heard, like, cigarette smokers <laughs> can lose their sense of smell over time. That makes sense. But you never really hear about it. Like, you definitely hear about people talking about, like, your eyes get... And your ears get worse. Yeah. But you never really hear anybody talk about, uh, touch, taste, or smell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't lose, like... Uh, you don't have your nerve endings slowly die off to where mm-hmm. you don't like feel these fingertips after like 70 and, yeah. or you don't, uh, you never really hear anybody talk about like, I haven't really tasted anything since my mid sixties, yeah. except smell, for smokers. Maybe you smell stuff doesn't really happen very often. Yeah. You know? Cause, cause you would think, it, cause obviously like eyes and the ability to speak and whatnot yeah. here are like the three, like more valuable things. Most people like kind yeah. of, well, at least society kind of frames. Cause if you can't touch something or you lack touch, it's usually because you're an amputee or something, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like well, not I've, because you have like nervous system issues. I, I have, know? I have met people with that though. Like, yeah, which but is com- cool. not commonly though. No, and know? it's always like one thing. Like, I, like I knew this guy, Marcos, he just could, he had no feeling in his right hand mm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like the rest of them was normal, but like his right hand, like he would like punch shit really hard or he'd let us like hit his hand with like books and like the metal window opener and shit like Jesus fuck. i'm sure we broke his hand yeah uh yeah he never, never know never felt anything Thought but wild, one thing i will say though and this is would be interesting to think of is mm. like unlike hearing and seeing your brain logs smell and taste yeah like it, it like yeah. it like it will remember it almost mm-hmm. like uh, like RAM in a computer or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like everything's already half loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, your brain just remembers what things taste like, and like if you're a person of habit, like most people, you probably eat kind of the same shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you're old, I would yeah. imagine like you kind of got a schedule and like. Yeah. Uh, so you could be. There's a chance that we are losing our smell. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, because like know, also you smell is a is a pretty large um, uh, factor in taste too. Yeah, and know? and like uh, like I knew this guy. Uh, we'll call Frankie who Frankie. who had Frankie. died. He died twice. He was in a, he was in a drive by. He gets killed in the drive by uh, and comes back to life from the. Uh, the, the 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 paddles, the electric paddles. Oh yeah, the yeah yeah. And then he died again in the ambulance ride where they shocked him back again. Defibrillator. Defibrillator. Yeah yeah. So he got brought back twice by a defibrillator mm-hmm. uh, within you know like an hour. 
Yeah. Uh, but died. Died, died. Jesus, uh, that's fucking scary. And he lost his smell and taste entirely. Damn, that uh, sucks. Yeah, not just nothing. And yeah. It's it's interesting too that he didn't have just the best diet in the world because as mm-hmm. a fat guy, I'd be like, if you can't smell or taste anything, then all I'm eating is like broccoli and salad. And mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't matter. Only thing that's good for you, only. Yeah, because the only thing now you can tell is texture, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that you know, other than that, it's like there's no chemical rush when you eat that McDonald's anymore. Right. Yeah. You don't taste it now, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, he would still just eat candy and drink energy drinks all the time and mm. do meth. But uh, probably a different kind of problem. Yeah, yeah. a lot of problems. But uh, yeah. that's why we're calling him Frankie. Mm. Frankie. Uh, Frankie. But he, uh, there was a few things he said that like he could taste entirely: strawberries, mm. uh, the white Reese's cups. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, like he for some reason, like his brain, because those were his favorite things. I think his mm. brain just stored them. Yeah, I kept them. Yeah, and he They're said, most common or something. And he, it's like in a world of no smell whatsoever, once the strawberries were around, mm. he could smell those strawberries. He could taste them. It was like, it's so weird. Yeah. The way yeah. that the brain works like that. So I could kind of believe, because we're always hearing so much about hearing and vision loss, mm-hmm. that maybe smell loss is more normal, but we're always just eating the same shit anyway. Yeah. like so, Or like it's just not talked about as readily or yeah. commonly. Or even noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, if, like I, I don't know about you, but think of a McDouble right now. Mm-hmm. You can kind of taste it. To a degree. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like think about like, you know, uh, just a food that you really like. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually doing that earlier when you were talking about that. And I can yeah. like, I can kind of do that. Like not yeah. completely, but I can kind of do that. I can, I can even remember how I'm going to feel after I ate it. Oh, damn. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just such a normal pattern. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird for me because I like food. Yeah. I like food that's like, you know, I like making a steak. You know, I like making chicken. Like that's mm-hmm. like home-cooked meals I can really get behind, you yeah. know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, especially when I make it, right? But my relationship with food is very either I'm making it and all my attention's on it and like the meal that I'm making at home is like going to be this delicious thing, you know, and I'm thinking about it, like making it or I'm literally just getting food for sustenance and there's like a disassociation with the food, you know? Um, Yeah. Because I have a really bad habit in just getting food. Like I'll come home and I'll get fast food from work and I'll sit down and I'll start working on something or I'll know I have something to do. And the way my brain works is that eating food is ritualistic in the sense that when I sit down to eat, I only want to sit down to eat and watch something or whatever the fuck. Right. And not stop in the middle of it and not feel like I have to think about things I have to do still. Right. Yeah. My mind is drifting on. I have to go do this afterwards. It's not, I'm not in my ritual of eating, you know? Yeah. I just need something inside me and I got to go like that paper towel. So a lot of the times, very often for me, uh, I will get food. I'll sit down at my desk and I'll walk around. I'll start doing things around the house and I'll sit in front of my food and get start editing on my computer and I won't eat. I just, I just won't eat, you know? And then finally, when I sit around to finally eat, the food is cold, right? Yeah. And I get halfway through it and don't want it anymore, and then I toss it, right? And that's what kind of leads me to end up having one meal a day that's a real meal, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Because that's the only one I ever actually sit down to eat for, which is the one I make at home or whatever the fuck, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, um, And that's kind of my association with food, you know? It's either, like, a disassociation from it, you know? Yeah. Um, or it's like I'm all in in this 
no one can stop me from fucking making this meal. Well, you yeah, know? I feel like for me, it's more like a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, like a dog eats like it's never gonna see food again. Mm-hmm. I always eat like there's not gonna be enough. Yeah, you know yeah. What okay, I'm I think that's my problem. Is like I don't just order a meal. Mm-hmm. You know, I get like two meals because mm-hmm. like I don't want to have like gotten up and then made this journey to go get food. Right, finished it, and then been like, I'm still kind of hungry. Yeah, fair. Which is not good mm-hmm. by any means. That's how you get giant. Sure, uh, sure. Which is why I'm giant, mm-hmm. uh, as you'll see in Nathan White in the future. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's it's definitely like a unhealthy. It's a disease. It's just it's what it is. It's it's a weird one, but like, uh, I mean, it's chemical driven. You yeah, know, bad well, food it's gives an association you association with your food. Yeah, yeah. Bad, well, bad food gives you like an endorphin rush. You mm-hmm. know, that's what it's called a mick come down because you get a high. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just like how I'm always high all the time on pot. Mm-hmm. I think there's just another like escapism in uh, food. Food. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and it, the weirdest part, I think, to me, like. And this is getting kind of deep as a fat sure, guy, so I'm sure. going to talk about sure. farting in an elevator after this. Um, uh, the craziest part to me is, like, every day starts with, don't be that guy today. Uh-huh. Every day. Try to be a better person. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's weird. It's every day. Mm-hmm. It's You start with, don't be that guy today. You mm-hmm. can do better. Mm-hmm. You know how much you need to eat. Mm-hmm. You've been there before. You know that, like, I mean, shit, when I was losing weight... I did a 72-hour fast, hmm. and on the third day, I did a 15-mile hike. Damn. Like, I know Damn. I don't need to eat like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I know I'll survive, mm-hmm. right? Even when you get hunger pains, it's like, dude, this will be gone in, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, you know you can actually survive it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it sucks for a minute, but you're fine, mm-hmm. right? Um, so every day starts with that, you know, that pep talk. It's like, you can do it, man. Like, you got this. Don't be like that today. Then yeah. the morning comes and you, you're about to get food and you go, okay, hold on, remember what we just said, mm-hmm. dial it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe you don't get what you were about to get. You get something a little smaller, or you don't get anything. Right. You know, like uh, I started bringing protein bars with me for work, mm-hmm. so I don't stop in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'll just eat that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by lunchtime, I think I'm like still kind of like, you know, you're doing all right. You know, don't get something crazy because you're going to be asleep at work if you do. Mm-hmm. So that's nice, right? Mm-hmm. And then nighttime comes and it all falls apart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It just yeah. becomes, all right, like I barely, all I had was a protein bar and a small lunch. So yep. I can eat like two fucking whole, yeah. two you and a half meals. You find an excuse, right? You find a reason to, yeah, to, yeah I like, totally can yeah. relate. And, yeah. like, and then it ends, the night ends with either, usually the night ends with the voice coming back and be like, you fucking did it again. Yep. You did it again, mm-hmm. you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird that like there's just this one chunk of time in the day, uh, which is the most tired, mm-hmm. obviously, when work is off and you're getting towards bedtime, mm-hmm. where that voice just gets silenced. Yeah. It's just gone. Right. It's not even there anymore. Where the rest of the day it's there and it's screaming at you. For me, personally, like once like five o'clock hits and I'm home, that voice is dead. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my godbrother about it the other day and he was talking about like, how he sees that I have the passion in things that I do. Mm. Like, in work, I'm very passionate. In this, I'm passionate. Like, uh, what I love, I'm going to put myself into. Mm. And what I need to do, I'm going to put myself into. Mm. But when I get off work, I turn that guy off. 
and yeah. I need to, and I need to not turn that guy off. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but and but there is something about like the day is done. I get to disrobe from this personality and person that I've been giving to the world for the day, and now it's me time. I get to just relax and fucking yeah. binge eat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I can really identify with that, dude. Yeah. Like, because um, a lot of the time, uh, I, that's kind of my relationship with marijuana. You know, yeah. Like, I'll, I've been trying to quit off and on for like the better part of a year. You yeah. know, and it's literally like weed's not chemically addictive. You know, it's habitually addictive. You uh. know, like like uh, people can form it's habit forming. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, other than that, like it's always that like there's a reason why food is is the addiction or the uh, vice or the reason why weed is or whatever like and you kind of highlighted that it's escapism really you yeah, know it's yeah. it's it's something uh and people well let me rewind actually people think of escapism as like you're running away from something and it's like not necessarily like no. sure you're running away like from life you know but it's also like uh, can be like a numbing thing, you know. Yeah, I just like, want to turn it off for a few minutes. Right, like you're not comfortable. Like I'm still here. Yeah, like you you almost like find uh, uh, the addictive voice comes out, you know. Yeah. And like that's the voice that is validating why you're gonna do something. It's like, oh, yeah. well, I only ate uh, a couple of times today, and they were small, so I deserve this big fat meal, you know. Oh, yeah. like, or I didn't. I had a stressful day, so I deserve to fucking knock back a couple J's in a couple hours. Yeah, you know? and then like, it becomes more and more things like, uh, like I just spent a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get something to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I just saved a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get something to eat. Or yeah. my friend just died. I'm gonna go get something to eat. Yeah, you know that yeah. funeral was rough. Let's get something to eat. It's like your default go to. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. you did it, bro. You graduated. Let's go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it just becomes, it just becomes like that. Like, hey, something happened. Let's get something to eat. Yeah, and then it, eventually it even becomes, I'm bored. Let's get something to eat. Yeah, you know, like it's all you want to do. Yeah. Right? Or I just ate. <sighs> I'm still but I could, I could still eat. Yeah, yeah. Still eat. Like, yeah What else yeah. is in there though? Like mm-hmm. you know. Like, Mm-hmm. I mean, I got some other shit that I don't mind if it was gone today. Yeah, you know. Or, yeah. Oh, that's gonna expire. Maybe I need to eat all of that. Yeah, dude. And like, um, that voice comes in many forms. You know. Hell yeah. Like it doesn't stop at just food or yeah. weed. It comes even just like from alcohol, and- video game addiction. Oh yeah. You know, like sleep addiction. You know, like uh, everyone has had that in some form. You oh, know, yeah. and it's always that same thing of it's easy to find an excuse of why and put off something. And it's hard to change the lifestyle. Like, it really is, you know, like, because you're changing a part of your brain that has settled into how that functions, you know, like yeah. what that what your choices are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's hard to change because especially because humans are such habit-forming creatures, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like to break a habit is quite difficult, you oh, know, yeah. especially I'm, depending on the person. And it could be way worse things, mm-hmm. you know, it could be like... Sure. Hey, we did good this year on our taxes. Let's go find a seven-year-old to fuck. Jesus. You know? So, I mean, like, food addiction's not that bad. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, meth or something. <laughs> oh, I kind of yeah, hope. Yeah, I kind of yeah. preferred that you did. You'd probably start with the meth, you know? And then, then you get to the child fucking. Meth. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick. So uh, you, yeah. you, you, let's tell, tell the folks about... Um, Farting in the elevator. The, oh, Okay, I was gonna say the thing that we're shooting that we started oh, okay. shooting yesterday, but I gotta let my dog out because he's been fucking right. ripping ass in here. So like I was, there I was in this building, and it's an old people building, and there's just it's just all old fucking folks, and this lady like scoffed and like was mad at me for not wearing a mask, 
It's almost 2024. I thought we were done with that shit. You know, I thought it was just for Chinese people again. Uh, so I just said, you know, like, I, I'm sorry. I don't have one. Like, I just don't. But, like, I apologize. And she, you know, she's giving me, like, the eye. Like, oh, yeah, you piece of shit. Like, you fucking might as well be a Nazi for not having a mask. So what I did was I rode to the top floor, which is where I was going. And as I was getting to the very last floor... I just Christmas lighted the fucking elevator buttons so it would go to every single floor on the way down. Uh, and then I thought, and then for some reason, because I didn't put two and two together here, I decided to just blow rancid ass. And I had bad farts. Like, I mean, I had like, wow, bad farts. Uh, so like, I just fucking, so I'm getting to the final floor, right? And then I literally just go, boom, hit all the buttons. Fart really fucking nasty. One of those ones where you got to hold the handrail for a minute. Oh, uh, no. you know, it's like <laughs> you bend over uh, slightly. You, you sweat know? a little bit, and your stomach <laughs> clears. <laughs> you fart so hard, you get hungry afterwards. Yeah. Oh wow. Because yeah, like Damn. that's how much room it was taking in your body. Uh, and then Jesus. And then the door opens up, and the nicest, sweetest old lady on the top floor. Uh, she's like, "Hi, how are you?" I was like, "Oh, I'm great. How are you?" Uh, <laughs> I let her I let her walk into the dungeon and the, the door closed and she had to ride every floor. Yeah. Just down, open, down, oh, open. Oh no, that poor you you're just fucking making absolute murder out of all these old people, too. Dude, don't you? I didn't like, I you know, I feel I, I it was one of the first times where I was like, Oh, she's yeah. about because I can't take it back. I can't unpress those buttons. Yeah. I can't squeeze that fart back into my ass. Yeah, yeah. It's like she you just, can suck it back all yeah. up like you did with that paper yeah. towel. So she's just going to have to fucking live in it. She's going to have to be in the stew. <laughs> Bask. She's going to be yeah. a big piece of celery yeah. in the stew that I just created. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there soaking it up. Oh. Her bone density is going to lighten. She's going to get all soft. Yeah. It's literally just melting her from yeah. the inside she's out. She's going to go from green to slightly brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised like her some of the hair on her head dies and just falls out right there in the elevator. It was a wilting. It was fucking awful. Like it was yeah. a it was a high level bad fart. It was pretty bad. I've had some pretty bad Ranson farts, you know, and thankfully no one's ever like walked in on me or been around me when I do it, you know. Oh. I'm usually pretty polite and aware of when I do that kind of stuff. I try know? to use mine as like but... a, as a weapon or a token of appreciation. <laughs> yes, you know, chemical warfare, we know. Well, yeah, but yeah. Uh, a, a token of appreciation, huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All so right. That was a good meal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like the Japan, you smack your teeth in your mouth, you know, to show that you like the food. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's your, or how the Greeks, your break, cultural. Yeah, the Greeks break a plate. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I just you blow know, ass and yeah. giggle. <laughs> he he thanks that, for the food. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But uh yeah. so yeah, yesterday was a fucking really wild fun day. It was wild. We got some cool shit on the way for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do some side sketches outside of the show, um, that are maybe eventually gonna turn into features. You never know. Yeah. Um but yeah, we've been working on something in the background that's kind of like a um how how would you pitch it? Like a true crime tone yeah. with the uh, vibes of I always say think of dance moms yeah and put little league parents to it instead of dance moms yeah and then yeah just add the backdrop of true crime yeah you know? I'm, I'm really excited I know it's still gonna be a while till it comes out but yeah. yesterday we definitely got to do the biggest portion mm-hmm. of what's gonna be making filming this thing and like it was really cool to see it come together you know yeah. it's fun to see like the characters that we wrote coming to life 
Yeah. You know 100%. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Every single person that was talent that acted, you know, like yeah. pretty much settled into the character. Well, and, they yeah. did well, too. Yeah. yeah like and I, I think the most pleasing part of it all was that all four characters were not alike whatsoever. You know, yeah. they're all vastly different from each other, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It definitely makes it like a variety of personalities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just like seeing all the equipment get set up and like how much it goes into it. It's like, it's really cool. Like, you know, it's like you got all these lights that are natural and then you got all these lights that are artificial and yep. then you've got things to block light and bounce light yep. and move light and absorb yep. light. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're putting lights in other rooms and shit yep. like that just to make one other room look different. And like, yeah, on a portion, you're painting light, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, you got the guy sitting in the chair so you could reference the whole time. Mm-hmm. You're literally moving shadows and things around in the room at your own will yeah and then, well that's going on like the actors are getting pulled by the director you know to yeah. go go over lines and stuff and kind of get them comfortable and like it's really is like a huge symbiotic relationship uh and if one group of people is off topic or not even off topic off like keister you know yeah. where they're not on flow yeah then like it starts to fall apart you know yeah and this was like a good 12 of us and just everybody yep. got along mm-hmm. everything went really Big laughs well constantly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the the whole room was just uh everybody was together and they wanted to get mm-hmm. this done and it's pretty cool to get mm-hmm. that because yeah yeah it's only the beginning and it, i think what yeah. people are gonna see out of this is gonna be crazy yeah uh, i'm hoping it really starts to uh, build because like we're like we finally hit a cinematic value for anybody who's listening who's like seen some of the stuff that uh thickness and i have done together as far as like the last hand and the pissing contest and stuff yeah, yeah. they were like fun random i had a decent dslr camera you know yeah, no, we just, no microphones yeah and we would just do youtube based stuff right yeah. like and we always had like people who had the theory and knowledge but none of the gear and the time spent to make an actual production right and this was our first real test drive on what that is like um and like thankfully myself and a couple other folks that we know are very familiar with how the flow works you know yeah um but yeah like you said it was just so surreal to bring it all together to like see it all pretty much flow naturally yeah and watch something that was on paper literally come alive on screen you know yeah yeah and like yeah when you're when you were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like this character is this way and they're gonna do that, uh-huh. and, then, and then you tell, and then they actually do it, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, that's how that's exactly what was in my head when we were thinking about this. Like, yeah, it's cool, you know. Yeah. So and it went really well, and it just goes to show that everyone was drinking the Kool Aid, you know. Everyone was really feeling and vibing each other, you know. Oh, yeah, they wanted to do this cool thing, and you know, when you have a happy crew that's like excited to do something, it comes across an image, you know. So I'm really hoping that. Uh, Little League Parents is going to be released in the next month and a half. It's a proof of concept, about a minute or so long, nothing crazy, you know. Um, but it essentially follows like a trailer-based concept where it's a uh, give you a little teaser of something, right? Yeah. And then this might be something that we evolve in the future. It might be something that we take and put in the vault for a while. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's definitely going to look like but. like an actual movie trailer mm-hmm. like it's gonna mm-hmm. be hard to distinguish whether or not this was a real film yeah yeah think like a netflix documentary trailer that's yeah. like high tense true crime vibe you yeah know? yeah this is gonna be mm-hmm. and, and uh shout out to everybody who helped us on this project and yeah. still helping yeah uh, it's a uh, it's Big crew. so much work mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. much work like so much talent all to bring together but it, when know? it's something that you really want to do yeah it doesn't really seem like it as much no yeah it, uh, it was like we just fucked around had fun all day it was 
twelve hours for us. You know, yeah. like yeah, cause yeah. We, you showed up at six thirty here. I think I got home left. by like seven. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you and I, because the we finished early for the wrap. You know, we were supposed to go till five, but we finished around like two thirty. Yeah, which is dope. But you know, as they say, the uh, director, producer, uh, DP roles are never not working because as soon as you're done you go home and go over all the footage yeah and whatnot so yeah uh, jb thickness and i are pretty much not burnt out but it's been a long day i'm fucking for tired. sure yeah. Yeah, yeah like i woke up this morning and i was like oh fucking a like mm-hmm. i think yesterday when i got home i fell asleep on the couch yeah just sitting up yeah. like an old man yeah and it feels good to like fall asleep tired from doing something that like yeah that wasn't work you know yeah. like it was but it wasn't like didn't feel that way like you said yeah it didn't awesome. feel it didn't feel like that way until the next day yeah i'm hoping for more i'm, yeah. I'm hoping for not hoping there is going to be more there's going to be many many more different genres different some comedy some dr- uh, dramatic some you know sad and you know some oh, action some adventure yeah. you know just gonna be so much and so. The, the content we're gonna do with the back nine guys mm-hmm. uh that also is gonna be really fun and yeah. like oh yeah yeah uh unique you know what i'm saying we yeah. might be bringing in the fucking the heater hell yeah them, so hell we'll, yeah the back weapon hell oh my yeah. god we'll see love him you know dude. what i'm saying we'll hell see yeah yeah production's uh, starting to increase now you know yeah. like another show has not really been like uh the forefront is like we just record and upload and that's it you know yeah. uh, but definitely things more start picking up picking up pace around here yeah you hey, know? Sh- shout out to the new subscribers so, i think we got like seven on yeah YouTube out of nowhere you know we yeah. jumped up to almost 40 which was cool but, yeah i mean people if you if you're a listener to this show the only way people ever find out about it is if you tell them about it yeah yeah or share that's it. if right. you if you're listening to this you found out about it from somebody mm-hmm. you didn't see it on an ad yeah. You didn't hear about it. Or on maybe an, the algorithm on YouTube now. But like you didn't hear about it on another podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You never saw a commercial for us. You right. never saw a clip about right, us. Right, right. We're very you in a corner. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, if you're here and you're listening, tell somebody about it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how you found out about it and you love it. Yeah. In the, in the virtual world of podcasts, I imagine a city of podcasters, you know? Yeah. Like imagine San Francisco and every building is a different podcast, right? No, oh, Christ. Ours is like in a corner somewhere. We have a corner. We're in We've Chinatown. been doing it for so yeah, long, yeah. you know? Like we're established over yeah. here, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but nobody, there's no banners. There's no front nope. signs, you know? We're in Chinatown. There may not even be an open or closed sign yeah, on it. We've you got know? tinted windows. <laughs> Um, you know, if you check the door, you'll see that it's open. Yeah, you know, but yeah. that's it. <laughs> it doesn't look like anybody's in there. <laughs> yeah, dude. we're in there, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, I'm stoked for the future of not only this show, but what we do for production and what that would mean for everything that we do going forward. Right? Oh well, uh, yeah, it's, I, a, it's a big step, and I'm stoked. And like the the level of like production on this that we're doing, like it's definitely something where we need to like push it and share it because I feel like this would get a lot of eyes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's just it just. It stands out from the other YouTube stuff because yeah, it's, it's just overly cinematic. You yeah, know? It's, like it's almost not YouTube worthy. It's in a way. crazy professional. You know, I was joking with Hulk. I was like, "Look, man, we're gonna have a good time," but you know, I'm aware that Thomas put the humidity and sunrise and sunset on the call sheet. Yes, it's very professional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a kind of habit to you know. I was like nearest hospital. Like, yeah, well, that's important. Oh, that's yeah. important. That has to be on every call sheet. Yep. You know, that one time that uh, somebody knocks over a fucking 
C stand that has a fucking hundred pound light on the end of it, yep. and it fucking cranes down like a wrecking ball and cracks somebody in the head. Right, we're gonna want to fucking know where that hospital well, is. True. You know, what no, I'm you, saying? you call nine one one, they know where the hospital <laughs> yeah. is. Not if you can get to the hospital before nine one one gets there. That's true. <laughs> you I'm, not, know? I'm not putting that in my Buick. <laughs> some guy with half a fucking skull, yeah, yeah I just, holding you know, some of the pieces. It's important, dude. There, there's been some really wild shit that's happened on set, especially when you get to like hundred man crews. Yeah. And you're dealing with like cranes and like whole yeah. other fucking yeah. operating systems Mess. and she, no, hopefully not. Well, if you got cranes, there's meth. Uh, uh, not on my set, motherfucker. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you can do meth on your own time. You bring yeah. that on here. I'm fucking kicking. He definitely ass did out it here. in the parking lot. On yeah. the way, yeah. we have Hulk on this fucking crew and cast. Yeah. I will have him smash you. Yeah, we really do have a Hulk. <laughs> like, and it's not like good for you. they will actually break you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not good. <laughs> like, uh, anyways, yeah, keep your eyes out peeled for the next uh, in the probably like a month and a half from now because we yeah. still got to get some more yeah, yeah. Uh, B roll, some post production, and go through some uh, processes. But in about a month and a half from now, Little League parents, yeah, uh, on a YouTube device near you. So I saw a uh, a symbiotic relationship that I never I'd never seen before. Okay, but you know how like sharks will have like little fishies under them that are like cleaning them and mm-hmm. kind of like riding them and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was in a Taco Bell the other day, okay, and a home, a homeless guy came in. Right, <laughs> okay. he's got like a gallon clear plastic water bottle. It's got about a quarter filled with like soda, mm. right? And he comes in. This is like nine o'clock at night. Uh, comes into the lobby and cleans two tables, and then just sits down at one of them and then just chills. Mm. I was like, what the fuck? What's going on with this homeless guy, right? Like, why did he clean the tables before he sat down? Mm. Why is nobody worried about the fact that yeah. there's a homeless guy? Yeah, in here? yeah. And then another gentleman that was in there finished his food and he left. And the homeless guy got up and he walked over and he cleaned that guy's table. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? It's happening. The yeah. fuck is going on? Are they yeah. feeding this guy <laughs> yeah. to be the lobby attendant at night? Probably. Because that's pretty baller. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a smart move. Yeah. Do you think I would be worried that would attract more though? Yeah. Like, well, that's like, why like you don't do cats, that. That's you why know? you don't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they'll yeah, you they'll, give him a job. It's like uh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. It's like we pay him in soda. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me get some soda. Right. It's you like, don't need no, it. You're homeless. No. Yeah. You're dehydrated. You should probably be getting water. We yeah. don't. We don't bother with him because yeah. you know we are have a deal. But it's right? like it's such a crazy idea to just be like, yeah, you know, like he fucking cleans tables and. He, he hasn't screamed or, you know, like brought a possum in with him. Somebody so. uh, who you. Oh, sorry. Brain. Do you think somebody like saw that happening? Like it happened organically. He just started doing that and then they just kind of accepted it. It's like, whatever. It's fine. He's not hurting anybody, you know. I mean, or do you think there was an exchange at some point? When I worked at the Gergen <laughs> Spoigles in Antioch, yeah. that one was like half of a dine-in restaurant, which was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I had a homeless guy that would like come in every now and then and just kind of hang out. Mm. And because he never did anything, usually more. Yeah, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. Like, yeah, you're he not can, anybody. He can watch TV or whatever he wants mm-hmm. to do as long as he's not like yeah, just vibe you know, cool. spraying juices at customers or something. Like, whatever. <laughs> whatever they do. Like, <laughs> he I don't know. Lifts his leg when a customer comes in. Yeah. He's like, wah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the fuck is that guy doing? He's fucking freaking the fuck uh, out. He's shooting ink at people. <laughs> Fuck that. No, but uh, no, yeah, it was just like, <laughs> they, they must just like every now and then give him a fuck up 
and let mm. him fill his little drink bottle with fucking Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, well, then I will guard this place from other hobos. Ah, what if that's the maybe deal? Maybe he's a security guard. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll <laughs> clean the lobby. And I'll make sure there's no other trash besides me in here. <laughs> He's the kingpin of Bobos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be fucking sick, dude. He's, he's badass, like, actually. Yeah. He's got like a fucking, uh, like a wrist rocket. Right, right. Like a yeah. pocket full of metal BBs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even like some of the uh, homeless like listen to him yeah. like he's their leader, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because he's know. got the, yeah, he's got a pocket full of marbles and a slingshot. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's just like, he's taking them between he's the eyes. He's got good aim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> busting homeless people on the bridge of their nose with a marble. Yeah, yeah. Like, even the ones that are fucking cracked out and moving yeah. their bodies around violently, he still fucking nails them every yeah, time. Yeah, that would know? be fun. Right. Maybe he's like an ex, like fucking mil- uh, um, military official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that'd, that'd be fucking dope. Bro. Oh, that'd be sad too. So was he like tweaking or No, no. Seemed like, normal? He just kinda just seemed down on his luck, you know? He didn't seem like he wasn't like fidgety or covered in that, pop that man is in his protagonist era right now. Yeah. He's he's, he's in on his the fallout right now, yeah. right? And he's, he's in his journey. He's yeah. on his hero's journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's That's not a there. tweaker. That's a man who's done something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, and he's paid for it. <laughs> yeah. He's paid for it greatly. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, that's, isn't that a weird thought, what? right? Like Nomadic you, tweakers? We're so used to, like, homeless, especially in the Bay Area. Like, uh, I, I know this is, like, for a lot of people, it's going to sound, like, fucking rude, but I, I do believe that a solid 75% are mostly tweaks, you know, yeah. like, of homeless. There are people who are genuinely, like, off their luck, you know, shit has happened, that's life, you know? Yeah, and there's nomads. Right. In yeah, people who are by choice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the Bay Area specifically, just the way that our economy works, it, more often than not, it forces people down the worst hole of their lives, you know. Oh yeah, and it's hard to climb out of that shit. You it's know? really hard to climb out of it. So and then there's a there's a chemical thing that happens when you're on that kind of drugs. Yeah, where you start to disassociate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's why like tweakers will fuck over like their family members and mm. friends and shit. Just don't give a shit. It's just not there anymore. That mm-hmm. part of their brain that like actually cares yeah is is gone God. it's hidden in like a cloud of meth mm-hmm. and crack mm-hmm. it's uh, deep underneath there that's never yeah, come yeah. out yeah and like i would say like we definitely have had especially since the fentanyl era era in the last few years mm. it feels like a more of a percentage of the homeless are tweakers yeah like before yeah. it used to be like you know there was some tweaker homeless mm-hmm. but then that was like one in five right i would say most yeah. homeless were just people just kind of chilling somewhere. yeah i can agree with that yeah yeah uh, you know mm-hmm. like maybe every now and then you meet some fucking you meet one with a lot of personality mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily tweaking mm-hmm. this is like like zombies yeah. the past decade yeah for sure it's gotten progressively worse and every time i go into oakland and san francisco you know oh, man. the encampments are not only massive but if you actually spend the time and watch an encampment there's some fucking wild and fucking people in oh yeah space not even just like criminals you know like people who are clearly like on another fucking planet you know uh and it's sad to watch you know like they might seem like they're doing okay in there because they're with their community at that point you know um but at the same time it's just like how many of these motherfuckers are people that were doing really well yeah you know that weren't just inherently pieces of shit you know that just took one or two wrong decisions you mm-hmm. know and then that's just they never could get out ever again i mean it know? happens right like right. i mean i trusted uh two of my friends to move out with me when i got yeah. my 90 day eviction yeah and because of i don't know f- fear 
of Felt disappointment. It. They decided they couldn't do it, mm. but not to tell me until like a week before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm out of options. Right, I'm, I'm alone. I can't afford to be alone. I mm-hmm. have to have a roommate mm-hmm. anywhere I'm going to go. Yeah, uh, and I end up homeless. Right, like, and then I end up with bubbles where I'm at today. But it's still like it only took like one little oopsie in a bad situation for me to become homeless. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's not like it's that hard for it to happen. No, not at all. Yeah, you know like, I was homeless like, with a job and a car. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it, it can happen to fucking anybody. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, so that I mean, it, it it definitely. And then you know you maybe you try coke one time. It's got fentanyl in it. Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, now you're getting hooked on fentanyl, up, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just like, well, now I'll just try any drug. Fuck yeah. it. Why not? Like some like the Bay Area. Uh, has always been known for like having a homeless issue you know but it hasn't really been arguably an epidemic until this past like decade really i saw not that long ago in uh, sf there Mm -hmm. was this guy he was like maybe 33 you know but looked like he was like uh born of like wealth Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he's got like designer clothes on. Okay. He's got like a nice bag with him. Yeah. He's, he's clean cut. Right. You know, just he looks very affluent. Mm. He's tweaking super hard. He's hardly can like walk. He's like cross legging himself and like falling over and shit. Jesus. And he's just under the underpass looking through empty suitcases. The fuck? Yeah. 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 He was just, yeah. he was just a, he looked like, he looked like just like, yeah, his dad was su- right now. his dad was supposed to get him at Starbucks, and while he was at Starbucks, he decided to get some heroin going. Yeah, he got laced then, or something. Yeah, and then yeah. was like, "Well, I'm gonna go look for all the heroin that they're hiding in the homeless camps." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He just stumped yeah. falling all over himself. And yeah, shit. It's broad daylight, and he's right, right at a over. He's under an underpass, mm-hmm. but it's also an on ramp, mm-hmm. and it's a busy on ramp. So it's like, dude, everybody's watching you as you're falling over yourself. Yeah, looking from assuming looking for drugs. Yeah, dude. Like and yeah, and if you were to come from uh, Oakland from the north, oh yeah, which most of us don't. Most of us come to Oakland from either the the east or south of it. Yeah, but from the north, if you come up to the water in like San Mm -hmm. Pablo and Mm -hmm. then descend into Oakland, Mm -hmm. uh, you the West Grand exit is one of those when you're getting in there. Yeah, dude, it's this part of Oakland, one of the biggest cities in the world. Where it's just stretches of freeway everywhere, yeah. on ramps, off ramps, junctions, everything is right there at West Grand. So it's almost like there's a whole nother level of earth that's all freeway lanes. Yeah, like it's and, created a massive canopy, basically. Yeah, and yeah. underneath is the world from Final Fantasy Seven, <laughs> where you can't even see the sun, and it's just tense. Yeah. Like a fucking yeah. square mile of tents. Mm-hmm. It's like as far as you can see, just trash and tents all mm-hmm. butted together mm-hmm. in what could fill football stadiums. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're just like, what the fuck is mm-hmm. going on in the middle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's getting raped in the middle yeah, right yeah. now? Or who's what, what fucking like crazy like you know kingpin yeah. is running oh, yeah. this whole somebody's, thing somebody's getting you know? paid to kill somebody Some, in there right i now. wonder if somebody is like a group of people or, or one person like runs that whole yeah. fucking well, also, area you know? i wonder how many bodies are hidden in it yeah 
Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, tweakers are just burying mm-hmm. each other Underneath and shit. Underneath shit, yeah. You know, yeah. just like under some tents. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. under more trash. Or maybe they're a little bit more tasteful and they actually dig you a hole. If I lived you know? in it, I would fucking just collapse my tent on you and then <laughs> just build another one. If I liked you, I'd try to dig a hole for you. Yeah, you know? I'd try to <laughs> just move to a different side of the camp. And If I was tweaking... I would try to dig a hole for you, probably get about halfway, and then just put half your body in there, and then, yeah, then pile all the other half on top of Take your pants to look for money or coupons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever you got in coupons. there. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, um, I guess point being, like, uh, so really, like, it's been a growing issue, and a lot of it is, like, result of, like, drugs and just, like, yeah. wild and shit. And, like, I feel like a, there's a fuck one ton more tweakers now than there was yeah. 10 years ago right Hell yeah so like going back to the taco bell uh guy you know right like it's rare that you see somebody that is like homeless like yeah. homeless homeless like yeah. has no car no nothing yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and is like seemingly totally normal you yeah. know right like that person that's why i feel like that person is like doing their hero's journey you yeah, know like, he's like, gonna be all right like this on only, his way to redemption this is only a you know? chapter this is only yeah, a chapter he's right gonna be almost forever like if he has enough uh, consciousness to like yeah. go i because like, like here's the bar if he would walk in and just like with his fucking gallon and just start filling up soda yeah. you know and then hanging out there probably would be eventually be an issue right but yeah. he has enough uh coherence right to be able to wipe down, go, okay, I'm going to give you something for me to get something, right? Yeah. You know, and no matter how that, whether there was an exchange and an agreement or if it just happened, you know, that shows that there's a level of responsibility that he's willing to put forth, you know? Yeah. So I think that motherfucker is going to turn around, you know? I think uh, he'll I'm make predicting it. that yeah, for yeah. sure. You know? That Taco Bell's going to, one day he's going to fucking manage that Taco Bell. Yeah, dude. He's going like, to be the manager. You go in one day and he's like working at the front desk, like you see the first steps into it, you know? Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be kind of heartwarming in a way oh yeah you know like i know it's taco bell but like hey well, you I, know a job's a job bro. Spoigles, i had i mean i worked there for almost a decade but i mean there was a few times where i had a co-worker that was homeless oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think yeah, you're about you that. know yeah, like yeah. like my level of homeless where mm-hmm. it's like i've got a, had car, a car and i've got a gym membership so i could shower at yeah. like planet fitness yeah yeah you know what I'm saying? Because I can afford the $10 a month. A lot for of people do that by choice, too. Infinite mm-hmm. plumbing, you know? Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. shit, shower, shave. Planet Fitness is the same thing, too, right? Yeah, and it's like $10 mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're homeless, it's not bad to be able to yeah. bathe. Some people do, like, van life stuff where they build out, like, a big fucking sprinter van or something. Yeah. You know, and then live that way pretty well, much. Also, I think, like, once a month or once every Thursday or something like that, they give all their patrons pizza for some reason. No. So I know that's another good reason. It's like if you're gonna be a hobo, like there's facilities, free food on one thing, and yeah, yeah. like one, one guaranteed good, one guaranteed good meal a week. Yeah, yeah, for ten bucks a month, it's pretty good. So it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then uh, you know, whatever money you can scrounge together from that point for liquor, you don't have bullets. a job. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So get some bullets. Yeah, that's that's always the work. Because I've had fight other homeless. people. I've unfortunately had more negative experience with homeless than I yeah. have positive. You know, yeah, like significantly more. You know, like the kind of shit where like I was uh, walking. You remember when um where fries was? You know, uh, uh-huh. in that parking shop area, there was a McDonald's on the where all those lines of shops are on the far corner. A long, long time ago, like fucking two decades ago, like when we were like in like. I think that was like damn near middle school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, I remember, I think I was like maybe a freshman in your high school. So maybe it was a little less than a decade ago. Regardless, point being doesn't matter. Uh, I go into the McDonald's and there's like about three or four homeless people hanging out, right? 
Um, and one of them goes, hey, man, do you have any money? And I'm like, no, I only have my card on me and everything. But are you hungry? Do you want food? You know, because you're outside of this McDonald's, right? Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, uh, n- no, I just want money. And I'm like, okay, I don't. I only have my card. So sorry. You know, and I go in and go buy the food. And I think, well, I'm just going to buy some fries and an extra burger and stuff. And I'm just going to hand to them. You know, like I'm sure, you know, food is nice to have. And if they don't want it, they can throw it away. Whatever the fuck ever. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't care. It's like you're going to want it eventually, motherfucker. What yeah. Invincible? Right. Yeah. And I come out and I go to hand her the bag and everything. And she gets offended. And it's like, I didn't want food. I wanted money. And I'm like, all right, fuck you. And that point was my first, like, I just like heard her the response and retort didn't say anything i just kept the bag i was all right cool bye yeah. and i just turned around and walked away and as i walked with the trash can i just hucked it into the trash can and then had my food and just walked to my car oh you i would know? eat both fucking no i i was just uh not pissed i was like astonished you yeah. know more than anything right yeah because that was my first real experience negative experience with homeless you know that somebody who was clearly just trying to take advantage you know yeah uh, and is like it's it's it was i guess it was frustrating because you want to help somebody and it was my first experience as somebody who doesn't i don't want help yeah why are you trying to help me like, and then, fuck you. like i'm the bad guy for yeah. trying to like extend a hand like, what are you, you know what are you? i don't want you looking down on me it's like you're homeless yeah We're all looking down it's on like me. i wasn't everybody trying to looks, but now i am everybody's looking you know down on you. it's okay, like I'm dog sorry. yeah yeah no yeah. I, I think mine was uh and i think i told on the story when i almost got abducted in sf as a little oh kid. yeah mm-hmm. yeah when, remember like, that he yeah. grabbed me by like the fucking chest fuck that he was like oh there's a beer over here come with me and i'm like i don't know i really don't want to not a single person on the streets of sf gave i remember a fuck. this story yeah, yeah not a single person there's a, homeless, a lot of people in sf i'm 12 years old mm-hmm. there's a homeless guy holding me both hands on by the, by the chest on my shirt yeah and screaming in my face and yeah. not a single person yeah gave a fuck nope that's Kept what walking I, by that's i think that was more of a a lesson about the city yeah. than it was about homeless yeah, people. Yeah, Because I've always kind of fucked with homeless people because my uncle's homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because even being in it temporarily, I under... You get it. There's yeah, a yeah. feeling. There's right. a feeling of like, I remember the the first day, uh, you know, like I went and I got lunch because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know what to do. Sure. Uh, I just given my landlord the keys, you know. Uh, so it's like, I don't know where I'm going tonight. I don't know. Like, I haven't thought any really anything ahead at this point uh because i've been so focused on making sure everything's out of the house in time yeah uh and how my friends just fucked me so i didn't have anywhere to go Mm -hmm. so i went and got lunch and like i was listening to a podcast in this park i like and uh i remember finishing up and and the podcast was coming towards the end i was like all right cool uh time to go and i put my i put my car in reverse to get out of the parking spot and i went wait where where yeah 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 i don't have anywhere so yeah. i mean like i guess it's just where do i want to park my car yeah it's gonna be the safest so i just put a bed back in park yeah and just hung out in the park for a while because like i don't fucking just vibe yeah don't know really what to do or where to go here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i still have a job that i need to get to so yeah. i should probably try to figure some of this shit out yeah 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 uh and then so like i, I think i've always that with my uncle Bobby being like a nomadic homeless, mm-hmm. I've always kind of like had a, like a little bit of empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even as a kid before any of that, I just I don't know something about homeless people. Uh, I've always just been like I want to help that person. Yeah, totally. Because totally. as a non-religious man, mm. the Pope and a homeless person 
we're both children one day that played kickball. Yeah. I don't yeah. care what you've made it to in this world. Right. There was a time where all of us were just the same unformed little mm. people mm. waiting for recess and having a good time, yeah. waiting for their turn to kick the ball. Yeah. Right? Mm. So, like, I, I I never really dehumanized homeless, mm. uh, but I got in a lot of bad experiences because of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But I've had good ones, too. Mm. There was one time where uh, I went uh, to Oakland with mm. an ex-girlfriend, and uh, there was two homeless people parked where we were at, and the meter was broken. So I walked up to the homeless guy and I said, hey, man, it's my girl's car. That meter doesn't work. If anybody comes up near the car, I want you to fucking scream at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I gave him like 10 bucks. Nice. I came back. Car was fine. He Hell was yeah. still right there. Hell yeah. Didn't was, budge. Yeah, nope. Fuck that. I'm yeah. watching this car. Yeah. And like uh, when I worked at the hookah lounge, there was a couple homeless people that had gathered over by the thrift store at the end of our parking lot. Mm-hmm. And they'd make camp there. Mm-hmm. So we would just, I would give them my change. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, out of the car whenever I had it. Mm. And then that way, and there were a few times where this would happen, when somebody would come fuck with the cars in the parking lot, they'd scare them away from my car. Oh, nice. You know, I'd come yeah. out, I came out one night and the guy next to me had his windows bashed in. Oh, really? But my homeless guy fucking kept him away from You're my like, car. Nope, nope, nope. That's a dollar sign for me, motherfucker. Get like, the fuck no, away get from the that. Fuck away from yeah. that car right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he probably screamed hell, at him. And hell shit. yeah, hell yeah. Because yeah. you know they don't give a fuck. You know yeah. they, they don't, they've already lost most everything. You know. Yeah, so. and like we had a homeless guy that lived in a box truck who would like let us. That's kind of dope. He'd buy us beer. That's kind of baller. I'm you know not gonna what I'm lie. saying? We give him money for liquor and money, so he had some, and then he had no problem doing that. Like. Mm. I had a lot of fun experiences with them, too. Mm-hmm. But now, like we were saying earlier, to bring it back, it's like they're all zombie tweakers. Yeah, like, dude. They're either, like, screaming or having an argument with themselves, mm-hmm. building a weird contraption, or uh, or uh, just pacing in general. Yeah, I remember, I think you and I were going to uh, Hobby Lobby, I think, the one next to Guitar Center. Yeah. Right? And there was a, a a tweak out there that was like clearly like mentally ill, also you yeah. know beyond just fucking tweaking on drugs, you know, and was like trying to have a conversation with us, but also wasn't like coherent enough to like understand what not only what he was saying, but what we were saying. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's those awkward moments where like I those people those kind of homeless I don't like feel like uncomfortable around, you know, yeah. like. I like I almost feel pity, you know, and that's why like I kind of engage, but like also like keep walking at the yeah, same time. Yeah, he's not time, a threat. But, he doesn't look like right. he's gonna snap and yeah. try to attack you. There's a part of me that doesn't want to hurt his feelings, you know, yeah. even though like he probably is not even really processing what the fuck is going on. You yeah, know? you could be a, a, right. a stop sign as far as he's concerned. Right, right. You know, he's so talking to the energy in front of him. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> and the energy is like, surprisingly giving back to him. <laughs> right, <Whoa>. he's like. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, uh, There's a lot of these days, just so many more homeless that are either clearly like really mentally gone or just, yeah, fucking drug with zombies, just slobber zombies. Yeah, there's there's just no good answer for it anymore either. Like back in the day, they used to just arrest them and Mm -hmm. then they would uh, commit them, Mm -hmm. you know, but we don't really have asylums like that anymore. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've thought about like how bad would it be to open asylums back up mm-hmm. uh, and start taking in all these fentanyl-laced homeless people. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, in my eyes, nothing cleans something better than fire. Yeah, and also, 
Jesus. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I, I well, mean, you agreed. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you, I, know? I, you know, maybe you just, you know, you get them all in one place and you <laughs> napalm the shit out of it. Didn't you have a. a uh, a bit about you take all the oh. fucking tweaker homeless and put them into a massive park. Oh my god! You know, yeah. have the hunger games with them. Yeah, or you put them on an island and nuke it, or sink them on a cruise ship, or <laughs> you go nine eleven oh, on them and you just hit the bottom of a tower that they're all in. <laughs> I like that. I also like the idea of uh, turning them into their own uh, like section of the military. Yeah, and you just give them knives and you airdrop them. <laughs> like a on bunch places. of Rambo's, you yeah, know? just all suicide bombing fucking homeless people with knives. I wonder if a, like, a couple of them end up surviving the battle and those become like your elite paratrooper that's versions. How you, that's you how know? you get on the top of the yeah. fucking Section Eight list. <laughs> yeah. that's, how you, that's how you really that's get a house. That's how you know you kill yeah. one. <laughs> you come back with a bloody knife still alive and an yeah. emperor's head. Yes, we're gonna give you yes. a nice two bedroom You're apartment. Top of the list, motherfucker. <laughs> with people who have jobs, you might even have a walk-in closet, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, in uh, an in-unit fucking yeah. washer dryer. You oh know? yeah. Oh damn. But yeah, it's <laughs> like I mean, you can't just you, like, like a big people thing. People try to do is like get them inside, right? The section yeah, eight. They're and not like, gonna stay inside very long, though. Well, it's like, uh, and Cody made a big deal about this when we were doing. Uh, City uh, Bumpkin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Cody. Uh, Cody. We made it really easy to be homeless here, right? Mm-hmm. You can be homeless, but you have Netflix and a phone, and mm-hmm. you're getting a thousand a month from general assistance, and then a thousand a month in food stamps. Yeah. And then you find a, a, a safe place camp. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you're just, as long as you don't need much, I mean, you're pretty much just chilling for as long as you're willing to do this for. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's almost like people. There's like a whole generation of homeless that are people just taking a break. Yeah. It's like, ah, I'm just not going to participate for like a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if it gets too hard or when my medical starts becoming a problem, then I'll maybe I'll figure it out. But even homeless people can have good medical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My my uncle's getting to the point now where he's going to uh, apply for Social Security. Mm. So he'll be a homeless guy with an income. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, But the problem with that is like imagine – you worked at like Target and you weren't doing much better than that. Mm. You know, your schedule's kind of tight. Mm. You have a kid. Uh, maybe, you know, like they don't like the, the mom isn't around. Mm-hmm. It's just you raising this kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't necessarily have two or three jobs because somebody's got to watch out to this kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe you, you get away enough to have one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You'll do some overtime if you can, but it's also just not the best job in the world sure uh and you're making you know like 30 grand a year barely surviving with this kid you've got a fucking one bedroom apartment the kid has the bedroom you're in the living room no no you know what i'm saying yeah. but but the kid's eating right yeah the kid's surviving. you're supplying to the kid yeah yeah now your neighbor he ain't doing shit he's making the same much as you just because he decided he didn't want to participate mm-hmm. but yeah. he got into his house which is your neighbor because part of your uh, complex was Section 8 or accepted Section 8. Mm-hmm. He's got just as much food as money as you because he's getting general assistance and food stamps. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it hard for, like, if you're at the bottom and you're seeing this and mm-hmm. you're getting the same amount as the guy who chose to not participate, mm-hmm. why would you want to participate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously a lot of us have the the pride mm-hmm. To, to be like, no, because, mm. I mean, eventually that guy at Target 
is going to move up or move out. Eventually, that kid's going to be old enough to where he can get him in more after-school programming and mm-hmm. find more time and, and have more friends. That and, kid eventually will understand that the value that that parent put behind. Yeah, them, like there's know. there's a brighter future for that guy. Yeah, there is a domino effect. But yeah. that's delayed gratitude, and right. we don't like delayed gratitude. We like instant gratitude. Yeah, yeah. We like our for that we like our away. we like to be able to say what food we want, and it's in our lap in a four minutes yep. already. Just nicely wrapped up in paper convenience so we rules, don't have dude. to do any dishes yep convenience absolutely rules yeah. you know? so so my point being is like you know we do our best to to help the homeless by giving them all these things that make it easier to survive but what are you doing to the lowest class when they see that you know i think you just create even more homeless people yeah because if yeah. you told me i could go to work for 40 hours a week or do nothing for 40 hours a week and not the same why the fuck would I go to work for 40 hours a right, week? Right, right. At well, that point, it's not about the money. It's about yeah, pride, right? I would convince mm-hmm. myself, oh, well, then I have time for my art. I'll just I'll just be super into art, and all I'll do is art, and I could be homeless, but I can go to, like, open mics and write mm-hmm. poetry and yeah. comedy and, you know, like, you know, I can get a gym membership be with my general assistance, no problem. I'm mm-hmm. going to eat every night, no mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every now and then I got room for a, a hotel room. I've got an Obama phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? State issued, no problem. Mm-hmm. Talk, text, everything like that. Meanwhile, yeah. this asshole on sitting across from me at BART, he paid for his phone. He pays like $200 a month for that stupid phone. I've mm-hmm. got almost the same phone as him. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, he has a couple extra bells and whistles, yeah. but that's it. Yeah, but because he was willing to participate, he has to pay for his phone. Yeah. My right. phone's free because I decided I wanted to just not do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah you I mean, drive a good point for sure. I mean, you know, I'm obviously like in the humanitarian side. I want to help the people, but some ways just do damage to more people. I think. Yeah, I mean, you it's, know, obviously it's, you can't just kill them all, which is hilarious and probably easier and would do better for yeah. everybody ever existing. Well, but. I think that's the reason why uh, politics and whatnot is so difficult a lot of people yeah. don't acknowledge you know yeah, because yeah. one thing affects many other things right yeah. and sometimes sometimes uh you have to pick the thing that might band-aid one thing but cause an issue for another because yeah. the pre the initial issue is that much of a problem it's, yeah you know? it's like we're not getting this done without somebody getting hurt Who, right what's gonna hurt the least amount right and then that just stacks yeah until the thing that's getting hurt bit by bit is now it's a big problem. Yeah. And then now, you know, like it's a net, it's like a seesaw, right? You're, yeah. you're always trying to strive for balance, but you're never completely there, you know, just because yeah. there's so many of us culturally, individually, personality, you know, class wise, you know, there's so many variables that all of us need different things that it becomes increasingly hard to be able to say every single need yeah. for every single class. And sometimes, you know, you get what happens and certain people and certain groups and certain classes get prioritized, you yeah. know, like whether or not other people have any say about it or not. You well, know, yeah. it's like they, they try to. They try to fake it by yeah. like being like, well, we're going to make minimum wage go up. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll do. If you're willing to participate, if you're going to be the guy who's willing to keep this country moving and not just give up, we're going to give you another $2 an hour minimum. They have to give it yeah. to you. They have to give you $15 yeah. an hour. Mm-hmm. That's great. Your your landlord goes, oh, he makes 15 now? Everybody bring has to? Yep. There's a fucking 20% increase? Mm-hmm. I can raise my rent 20%? Yep. Cool. The guy who's making yep. your milk. It's like, oh, they went up 20%. I can add another dollar to this gallon. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The, your yep. mechanic 
well, now I can go up another twenty dollars an hour in labor. Yeah, it was one sixty an hour for labor. Now it's one eighty for an hour. Right. Everybody's going to do that, mm-hmm. and then it always just nets the same income. Whether you make eight dollars an hour in fucking Kansas mm-hmm. or thirty dollars an hour in California, mm-hmm. the your rent and every food and everything's just going to adjust anyway. Yeah, right. Inflation starts yeah. to happen. Right? So it's like you just print fake money to make us all feel like we're doing better. Yep. But realistically. You're doing the same at sixteen an hour minimum wage as you were when you were making eight dollars an hour minimum yep. wage. Yep. Because everything cost half as much back then. Yeah, and then nowadays, especially especially in like metropolitan cities and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh. The like overall value of the dollar is not matching what our buying power is. Yeah. You know, like uh, things are getting more and more and more expensive. And people are not making the money to compensate. You yes. Know? Like yeah. they're they're given tiny increments, like that two dollars thing. Yeah. But at the rate of which everything else is increasing in value yeah. is not it's like out exponentially outpacing it. Yeah, you it'll know? it'll be like products are going up like hundred and fifteen percent from one year to the next. Yeah. But wage only went up like six percent. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. but then it just keeps stacking to right. the point where it's like the wheelbarrow of money and the wheelbarrows worth yeah. more than the money. And there's a lot of like U.S. Census and like data on like what the buying power of the dollar was like 30, 40 years ago compared yeah. to now. And there's a huge gap in yeah. between, as far as like what the dollar could get you from then compared to now. You yeah, know? It's well, it's insane. like it's like uh, how um, like the boomer generation, everybody had money for a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why they all have houses. Is yeah, because back then, even minimum wage. And the way that the the banking market was at that time with the loans and everything like that, mm. you could be minimum wage and be like, if I save up for six months, I'll have a down payment on a house. Yeah, and be eighteen and already be on my own, getting mm. ready to marry my high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. and have children because we're ready. Yep, because we'll we'll be okay even with me just working by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and now it's like. We have this whole generation where adolescence is like extended to like thirty, mm-hmm. where we still have plenty of friends that live with their parents. I have had I've heard many times from friends, uh, parents, what they did or what their grandparents did. You know, yeah, to like get a down payment for a house was worked two to three summers. Yeah, is it at yeah. a minimum wage job? Yeah, and that was enough to get a down payment on a house. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah, everything- and you could do that when you're in school. Yeah, because you're not working in the you're not in school during the summer. Yeah, yeah. So like while you're in college, you just save up for a house, you graduate, and bam, you get you get a house, you have a degree. Like yeah, you know, yeah. like it's I, like they have the perfect formula. I heard know? the one thing that is gonna kind of bring it back is that when all those boomers finally die, mm-hmm. there's gonna be the housing market's gonna there's gonna crash be shit tons of houses up yeah, for sale. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's. That makes sense because that that happens constantly. Yeah. There's because you know there's multiple generations, you know. Yeah. So chunk by chunk, I'd say like pretty much every decade, yeah. you get massive chunks but of I people. Think, I think the generation off. of boomers though themselves mm-hmm. hold like a mass percentage of the housing. Yeah, uh, like where everybody's got at least their chunk of it. Mm-hmm. That generation was like everybody was buying a house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would also argue that the but, rise. Real estate and corporate is a yeah. problem. Oh yeah, because they're buying up fucking neighborhoods like nothing. Well, that and like we're we're all waiting on a crash, but I don't think a crash is possible. No, because realistically, we're all waiting on that crash. So when that quote unquote day happens, 
mm-hmm. everybody who was waiting for it jumps in, so it's like it never happened. Yeah. The market always stays flooded because there's either the people willing to participate right now, yep. the willing the people who are willing to wait to participate for later, mm. and then the people who are just like, you know, uh, well, if the time is right, I'll do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, yeah. the ones who don't pay attention, mm-hmm. but then there's going to be that moment where they're like, they're hearing it from everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, no, dude, this is when you should buy a house. Right. And they'll be, they'll be in the right place and they'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. Yep. Uh, yeah. So there's no crash because it's the market will always be flooded right you know 100 the the biggest advice i can give to anybody who is trying to like you know look for a house right now you know and is getting advice from a bunch of other people yeah it's just as you say ignore those folks who are waiting oh wait you have to wait to buy it at this time at this time yeah because those are the folks that are waiting for the hopeful scenarios you know yeah and those rarely come about because the problem with the housing market it's been very commonly described as it'll pop Right. Yeah. Like a balloon. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that happened in the past because of a housing issue with the banks, you know, uh-huh. and how the system works now. Yeah, right. Yeah. It is. That's not how it works anymore. If you take the balloon metaphor. Right. Uh, it sure it falls, but it never pops. What happens is imagine like the values of homes and like of the market growing and growing. The balloons getting bigger and bigger. At some point, imagine air escaping out of it and it shrinks in size yeah. right and it'll grow 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 shrink in size again right yeah and that's just kind of how it and it never pops down to nothing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's literally impossible now yeah right because like otherwise the economy would crash entirely you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't really realize that like the housing crisis that we had and everything wasn't like oh like um and all the houses went down to zero. Part of the problem was that the banks was giving out loans to a bunch of people, mm-hmm. right, at uh, a variable rate, right? So yeah. there's fixed rates and variable rates, right? So it's like, oh, if you assign this mortgage rate right now, you will get uh, 5% this year, and then it might change between certain numbers here and there on yeah. interest, right, based off of what we need, right? But then the market of economy, the the fucking uh, Wall Street and all that started crashing, right? And as a result, interest rates climbed tremendously, right? Yeah, and people who got couldn't like afford a, it. Yeah, the, right? there was that whole first time buyers thing. Yeah, where it's like, yeah, you're only really going to need ten percent for the down payment, and market's great, so we'll get yeah, we'll give you six percent. So on you know your mortgage, how- which is not ideal but it's still nice if you're trash yeah you're right you right and so they were giving out these mortgages like candy these loans like candy yeah, right and the yeah. part of the problem with the housing market crash was not only because of the economy and value crash but because banks were not logging what houses they owned yeah properly you ever go out to like martinez yeah and like certain parts and there's just on random strips near the marina there's just abandoned empty houses you know yeah a lot of those houses were owned by certain banks but they weren't logged so when the market crashed and they lost all these values they didn't have any way to track what they had yeah and then those banks got bought out by other banks right and those banks had no idea what the first one owned. yeah not entirely and then there was a big day where everything got shredded. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, who fucking knows who yeah. owns that fucking so, house? So, like, at the the point being is that, like, the what we know about the housing market is was 
it's not just that the economy crashed. A plethora of things happened that led to just everything imploding. Like, literally, yeah. the balloon actually popped, right? Yeah, yeah. That is, like, a freak scenario, and there might be other things down the line that will happen, yeah. you know? But you are waiting for a one in 100,000 chance scenario, right? When, in reality, the balloon is shrinking in size and growing, con- like, ex- very commonly throughout multiple years, yeah. right? You know, and the folks that are waiting for, like, oh, did it pop? They're waiting for to hear from somebody else, or they're waiting to hear like it show up on the news. The housing market just crashed. You know, yeah. like, oh, everyone go buy houses. This you know, so that's not, dude. That's not how it works. If anything, in my eyes, that means that if you're waiting for that, you likely missed a lot of opportunities already that yeah. otherwise would have benefited you because well, also, you're refusing to look. If the news know? is telling you that the, the market crashed, then the bank heard that shit too. Right. And they get to be like, ooh, everybody's coming for a loan right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Determine, Let's, you know, like some lenders might go low to bring in and attract some more, and then as more and more people come in, they might raise it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you and know? then you get and, all these people, yeah, signing at like 7%, and then yeah. like six or seven years goes down, and then right. all of a sudden they're like, Oh, this year is actually going to be like twenty eight percent, and you signed a contract that you know that this didn't have to be fixed. It can yeah. kind of go any direction. So, yeah. So, point being is like, don't fucking listen to other people who are waiting for the market to pop. What well, like, look up fucking yeah. lending companies, look up like mortgage loaning companies, yeah, yeah, look yeah. at what their rates are, and keep track of it because that is the only way you're going to know yeah. when the rates are dropping and it is a good time to buy. Yeah. That's just like trust your own fucking brain, not everyone else's fucking like thoughts on what they think the housing market is, right? Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. know that I have a, I was in a good scenario where I got my house, you know, and I just like stars aligned, you know. Uh-huh. But I also was being conscious of what interest rates were and when I refied, every time it was like, okay, I am only a couple years into my loan, right? Yeah. And I know that this interest is dropping down from six to four, and then eventually got my interest rate down to three percent flat. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. right now you can't get a fucking loan for seven percent and up or below. You yeah. know, like um, so it's one of those things that you have to please. I, I, this is my preach. This is my public service announcement to the world. If you're looking for a house, pay attention to the market. Don't listen to people who are just gonna wait for the market to pop because you are never gonna find the opportunity that you need. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just. It's just not going to work, dude. And I, I, I hurt for people who are just like, yeah, I have tons of money, but I'm waiting. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. and I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, like, just long, get it now, dude. Like, yeah. How long are you going like, to wait for? Like, right, what if that day doesn't know? come and then you never owned a house? Right. Yeah. And you were, because you didn't want to look it up yourself. Yeah. You what know? if it just gets worse? Yeah. Exactly. You know? like, exactly. It's bound to. Like, yeah. Or even on the flip side, you don't have a whole lot of money. But then if you're never looking, maybe an opportunity did pass by that was perfect for you. But because you weren't looking, you never saw it. Yeah. And you, it's know? Like, you know, the reality is, is that rent and mortgage isn't that far off from each other. No, if anything, because your landlord is paying their mortgage with your rent. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like yeah. you might be renting this house for twenty two hundred a month. And yeah. it's a decent little three bedroom. Yeah. Well, the landlord's mortgage, twenty three hundred a month. Yeah. You know, he's just having it to so you can pay it off for him. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so you're like, paying extra money. Yeah. And remember, when you're paying your mortgage, yes, you are paying an interest, but you're also paying yourself because you're paying that money's going into the value of your home. It's going into your equity, yeah. which is your money. Yeah, like, you know? like I paid off my car and now I just have like a nice car. If yeah. I did a down payment, it'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, I have this fucking like, 
$15,000 trade-in right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It like, is harder with cars because it depreciates definitely fast. than house, you know? It depreciates like, fast. And you can't, like, do much to raise the value. But it's still the same principle, as you say, right? Like, yeah. You own that outright, and that is money that... That's value that is yours now, every, right? Every dollar that I've spent on my car buying it is not gone, essentially. Right. Yes, correct. Yeah, like, it's not like when you buy food and, like, you part with that $4 forever. Yeah. No, like, that money... A portion of it, and a sizable portion of it, is still sitting in the value of the car. Right. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you can sell it and you still have some of that money. It's right. not all just gone forever. Yeah. And with a house, you're doing that with much bigger numbers. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. lasts a lot longer, right? The houses don't depreciate in value, especially nowadays, yeah, your car, much at all. Your car you know? will never go up in value sitting in your driveway Correct. doing nothing. Correct. Yeah. Where yeah. your heart, your house very much can. Yeah, especially if you invest in it. You yeah. Know? You know. Yeah. So I know it's like silly. The whole you gotta spend money to make money, but it is really true. Like otherwise, renting your, that money's not going back to you. It's going yeah. to the wind. You're well, pissing like, it to the wind. It's like investors. You, know? you have to be willing to just give money to a company that you'd have nothing to do with. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. see what it does. You know, yeah. Like, and the, and again, this goes to specifically like. People who are able to purchase a house, you know, but are waiting for a pop, you know, obviously there's many of us who've been in that situation like I was there like and are currently now. Right. Um, that have to rent uh, and because they don't make enough money to get the down payment on a fucking house yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's we're not picking on those people. It's the people who are ready to move. Yeah. But they're paralyzed to make that yeah, move. Yeah, it's the dude who know? has like the sixty percent already yeah. put away. Right, it's right. Like, oh, fuck you. Or like has the ability to save that. You yeah. know, right? It's like, dude, like you're shooting yourself in the foot by yeah. not just taking the step forward. Yeah, there's people know? who could afford a mortgage, but they just could never afford yeah. the down payment. And I hate to say it, and that usually is the people that are complaining the most about the housing market. You know, because the ones that oh, are yeah. not. Com- Complaining about the housing market and know that they can't afford a house and they're not bitching about it right now, yeah. you know, because they know what their steps are. Yeah, I don't even consider it. Yeah, like, like, I, mean, yeah. like I know that, that that day will be later for me. I'm not really worried right. about it right, right now. Right, exactly. You you have your priorities priorities are in line. The yeah. ones that are bitching, the ones that are like, oh, I'm scared to jump off the cliff. I'm like, just do it, motherfucker. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Or they're complaining about like, oh, this state is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, congrats. like... It's never going to get any better until yeah. you do something about it, motherfucker. Yeah. You know? It's going to take a lot for you to do something about it. So. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Just go it's ahead, easier to complain. Why don't you just go ahead and play the game? Everybody else seems fine. Yeah, right, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm sorry you don't like how the state's doing. Like, 100%. It's like we're all surviving over here, buddy. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I guess this episode is uh, housing. Housing advice with yeah. Tickets on the Shine. Yay. <laughs> Fucking bastards. Hell yeah. All right, well, folks. Well, we'll see you again next week. If yeah. you can... Fart into an elevator and press all the buttons. It's a joy. And preferably make sure there's an elderly person at the top of it. And if you're homeless, find a fast food place that's open late. Yeah. And just start cleaning the lobby. Yeah. Make put a grind in, bro. Yeah, don't don't spit on anybody. <laughs> don't you know, you don't do drugs in the bathroom. No. You don't take yell it, at anybody. Yeah, just just clean the lobby and you never know what you're gonna get. You don't even have to smile. Just nod your head. Yeah. And go, please, sir, thank you, sir. Bitch. <laughs>